welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Mike. Hey, Tom. Ross. Hi, Tom. Joey. Hi. Today, I would like to pose a question to you guys. Wonderful. Fire away. Okay. Um, I want to. St- uh, I want you to examine your motives for helping children who face challenges. And I'll give you a couple of my motives. Um, one of them would be uh, we want them to be confident in their world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we want them to be able to navigate their world. And without facing challenges, they, they wouldn't be able to do that. That's my... Mm-hmm. So that would be one of my motives. Uh, in can, can you clarify, Tom, when you, say, when you say their world, is that the world around them that they're interacting with? Is it, is it them internally within themselves? Is it a, other combinations of other things? Like, how would you define their world? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> you think I have an answer? <laughs> uh, I, I would agree with you. I think it's both the internal and the mm-hmm. external world. Mm-hmm. Because right. the internal world is very important, so is the external world, especially when it comes to our motives for the children mm-hmm. facing challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. how much do we help them? How much do we let them do it on their own? Mm-hmm. So it's coming more internally. Right. So, I mean, your motives, what do you what do you? Th- well, I, the reason why I asked that was because I feel like if you would have asked me... 10 so years ago, my answer would have been more along the lines of getting the right answer, as I'm kind of air quoting that. Like, so you know what to do in this situation, and you would be able to answer with this bit of this factoid or this, you would do the right thing in this moment so you wouldn't get in trouble or you wouldn't get in. And maybe that's because I was. So kind this of, is for the child. This you is want for the child. This child is what, to do the right thing this 10 is what, years ago. Yep. My, my, think, my thinking would have been more geared towards that. And. Maybe more because that was kind of how I felt we were supposed to go in. As that was our role as a teacher was to give you the information to to get to, in a sense, pass the test, to do the right thing, to be able to face the challenges, to face the challenges exactly. And probably thinking way more cognitively, but now really the challenges being, I think, similar to what you were saying about their world because I think it would be, I want you to develop those strategies so you feel confident in yourself. That you're emo- you're you have a strong sense of who you are, and who you whom you kind of exist with, you know, in that sense of community. Mm-hmm. So that sense of I, I see challenges being that, um, and probably even what you can do physically. Right. That there's the motor the motoric challenges, but also that sense of I want that toy, and I'm two and a half. I'm going to take that toy because, you know, they developmentally trying to understand more mm-hmm. of where it would be. But also that as you get older, realizing, wait a minute, I can talk through this with you. I can express these feelings. I can say, I didn't like that. Or, wow, I'm so happy for you. Or, hey, I saw that this happened. You feel sad. Are you okay? Like there, I see like that element of challenge being brought into this as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I think now it's, it's so hard to like, take any one domain away from the total package. I feel like that's making sense, what, but I'm not sure if that's coming What you're right. saying, though, makes me also question it, kind of maybe questioning your question, uh, in that... <laughs> I'm questioning my question yeah. now. That was a, <laughs> well, because I think of, it, in some ways, it requires a developmental perspective, right? right? Because what I expect 
a child to be able to do mm-hmm. is going to be different. Like, as much as I really try to honor the children I work with, and so mostly, well, they're two to five years old, but so a four-year-old, I, you know, honor what they can do. But I would be disappointed if I met them 10 years later and they only could do what they did as a four-year-old. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's that idea that I think when they have challenges, they will learn to do other things. But Mm -hmm. it also requires that at what point do they get overwhelmed? And so my simple answer to the question you asked was Joanne Rogers' quote about we try to make children, uh, what was it, courageous, competent, and caring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal of, of teaching with this age group. And I think in a way that covers it because, well, that competent means something different to a four-year-old mm-hmm. or a two-year-old right. or a 14-year-old, right? So that it is going to change. Right. But the caring and the courage in a way mm-hmm. are, they're always developed because, I mean, all of us have had opportunities to care for someone where we fell short, I'm right. sure. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself. But So, uh, <laughs> so, so you, I said, now I'm questioning my question. Right. Because in a way, I think it's a trick question. Mm. Because um, there isn't really an answer to that mm-hmm. because it has so much to do with how you view the child. Mm. Well, I, yeah, and I'm, I'm stuck on because I, th- I, I just... I'm sure in myself, but I see in other people, I also think it's how you view yourself. And so I've seen teachers, and I'm sure the same could probably be said about me, but you can see in others better than you can see in yourself, who I think are pushing kids to be strong in ways that that they wish they were. Mm, And so that the desire for the child, and I don't know how you ever undo this, because this is like human nature but i think the desire for the child is making up for like well i you know when i was little i didn't stand up Mm -hmm, for myself mm -hmm. that one day when that kid was Mm -hmm. doing that to me or oh i never practiced the monkey bars enough and i never figured out how to swing across i want you know this that's that's not going to happen to you because because we have this super value in our society you know on on, on strength right and we're gonna we're gonna be the strongest and we're gonna be the best and that's what we want for all these kids and we see them you know i want you to be you know, even if it's your best version of what, you know, you, right. not, maybe not the best in the whole wide world. Like, there's that, oh, ridiculous ad right now. You guys don't watch as much sports as I do, but, and it's like, dare to dream, you know. And I want the kid who sits in the back row of that class to be the all-star in the game. When they, It's like, what are you even talking about? You can't all be the all-star in the game when you grow up. But it's this idea that, you know, like, dream it, do it. And and I, I clearly I have a strong reaction to this, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but, I, but I, that's what I hear when I hear your question. It's just sort of this it's like good. we're going like, to make yeah. them super people mm-hmm. um, right. because we have flaws and we don't want these kids to have flaws. So they're going to be better than we were. So maybe mm. my question wasn't a trick question. I, well, I, I don't know. Really maybe my answer is a trick answer. I don't <laughs> know. But that's, <laughs> that's that's my. I have this clearly kind of emotional response to that because I think we're all got something inside ourselves that we're papering over when so we So I think kids. one of the things that happens when um, wh- when we try and examine our own motives about uh, uh, how we help children face challenges is we forget what it's like to be the child. Right. Because we've already, we're, 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 sure. we're approaching it from the adult perspective right. mm-hmm. <laughs> and trying to put that, well, I know more. I I, I know how you can Well, kind of like Ross is like, oh, if you just put your hand there, you're going to get the next monkey bar. Oh, but, but. but I think that's the, I mean, yeah, this is, a, this is. <laughs> Are we getting deep? We're getting deep. <laughs> this is, this is ready to one. take us to another level. We're going down to the abyss. 
No. Um, I, I, so how do we take the children's perspective as, as adults? Because I think if you can take the children's perspective or at least suspend your own, mm-hmm. um, you can start to look for um, the meaning that the children are, are making with their actions or the significance of it instead of mm-hmm. putting our own on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, it becomes this bigger uh, to, I think, use a quote that comes out of you know Peter Moss's books from time to time, but challenging the dominant discourse of how we see our roles as educators or as adults and kind of working with children. I think with that, if we're not valuing children and their process, their experience, then I think it's easy Mm -hmm. to see these challenges, kind of like you were saying, Joey, and that's the kind of way I was experiencing it early in the teaching career, was that I've just got to give you the right answers. Mm -hmm. So you can be ahead of the game, and then you won't have to learn through these mistakes. Right. But you're not going to have And it the comes kind. from a good place most of the right. time. I mean, it's hard to examine it. In, right. You know, you can't be examining every moment of your life. So, but it comes from a desire right. for good things for children. Right. But it's one that, kind of like, we, it's, we can't go back to being two or three and live truly in that mindset or in that way of understanding. So we're trying to do the best we can as adults. So I feel like there's this... It's this bigger shift of really looking as at early childhood experience as truly this process to let you become who you, the best version of yourself, rather than being the the superstar athlete who's the the timid one in the back row. But you can still be the gold medal winner. Well, maybe they're the gold medal winner in you know cooking, or maybe it's in. You know, theory Crushing. or, or yeah, <laughs> something, <laughs> anything, but that it's, it's well, not that one track, like, in order yeah. to succeed, you must be the best. So one of the flip sides of that I think of is Margaret McFarland would talk about, um, she at one time had a sculptor come to her classroom, mm-hmm. right, the, the lab school at, uh, was that, Carnegie Mellon, I think, mm-hmm. and the sculptor's like, well, I'm not exactly sure how you teach four-year-olds how to sculpt. And she said, I don't want you to teach them how to sculpt. I want you to stand in front of them and love the clay the way you do. Like, that's what she wanted to right. get was the spirit of it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's... and that's, I think, the thing of, like, like, we don't have these role models so that, you know, get out there and be the gold medal winner because... And- well, what a nice hats off to anyone nice who metaphor. can go out and win a gold yeah. medal. By the way, right. I'm in right. awe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no. know. If that is the thing <laughs> that child wants to do, right. then that's fine. But there are some things there are no gold medals for, and so obviously I was inspired by this uh, conference, right? Because I'm mm-hmm. going to go back. So Mr. Rogers, you know, near the end of his life, he did this graduation ceremony, I think, where he talked about even if you never win an award, like. It's important you're here because exactly. of exactly who you are. Like you, be the best version of you. Mm-hmm. You know, care for the people around you. Like, do whatever it is you decide. You know, is what you want to do with your life, and do that well. You know, and so if you knit, knit some nice sweaters. Like you don't have to win the blue ribbon right. at the state fair right. for your knitting, right? Or whatever it is you decide that you enjoy right. doing. You well, don't have to like win the gold medal like that right. just sounds well, to me making, so like it's making me think a little bit tom you said is, do I, did i ask a trick question and you didn't but i think you know one could play around with i mean it's sort of semantics but i think the word challenge 
our culture is like conquer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a challenge, yeah, yeah. I conquered mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know, you, we could we could rephrase it to you know, struggle, facing difficulty, you know, experiencing just the natural ups and downs. I mean, there's like there's yeah, lots yeah. of different ways. I think we could rephrase the question that wouldn't. But when we hear challenge. You know, I think we're just kind of like games on, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right, right, the yeah. other, you know, True, some of yeah. it's just languaging, right. but I'm just wondering if there's a, if we didn't if we didn't think that children were, you know, look at children's oh they face that challenge and they face that challenge, you know, because it's right. just it's just life. Like, do you yeah, yeah. you know do we think? I, I, and, I, I, and this is not this would be I think a question to ask maybe for a future episode, <laughs> but it's then I think it because it feels like what is the role of competition? I don't think we've. We've, we've, dedica- talked, we've talked we've talked a little we've, bit about we've, we've yeah. it in yeah. like a sporting I, sense, but I don't think we've you know I, I think or drive. Worth, I think drive right. might be a different way to because I feel like it's there's such a push in the common in the dominant discourse about you know being first. If you're if you're if you're not if you get second place, you're the first loser or whatever. You know, like <laughs> you need to be that best. But I think that yeah, we yeah. would all benefit far more from kind of the Fred Rogers uh, Foundation's message of. You know, just be you. When he right. said those things, I think it resonates with everyone because it doesn't matter. Right. Where, like, it's just be you and be the best person you can be because that means we all, we all, we all benefit from that. Yeah. So this, this is, this is nice how it came around to this because I think my original motive was one of, and I harp on this all the time about the teacher has, has an agenda mm-hmm. and that agenda is I'm going to help that child. Yes. I mean, I, yeah. I, and you said it really well, Joey, and I like what you said. So thank, thank you guys for um, joining in the discussion. I didn't really mean it to be so deep, but I, if anybody has any comments, I mean, check the Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you, mm-hmm. and one of us will get back to you. So, well, thanks, you guys. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.